We recently chatted with Brad Gay from JB's Power Equipment in Davis talking about pruning equipment especially hand pruners and loppers. And probably the most important thing to look for when shopping for hand pruners or loppers is buy from a reputable manufacturer. He gave us some tips. A manufacturer would be Felco, Bajo. If you go and have sushi and you look at those guys or any place that cuts meat, one of the key things that they have is a knife that has good steel. And that's what Felco has, Bajo has, it's all French steel, or it's it's the best that you can get. And, and so the blades stay sharper longer, you have a better edge. I mean, there's a reason why they will sell for $60, and I have these hand pruners that are knockoffs on my front counter that sell for $8.99. Well, they do a good job, but it's not going to last quite as long. The blade's not going to be replaceable. So something of quality is going to give you a lot better service in the long run. And, and Fred, I don't know about you, but I've had a pair of Felcos, my pruning stuff I had, I've had mine for 20 plus years. What's great about Felcos is there's replacement parts for them. And if you get in the habit of sharpening the blade, they will last forever. Oh, they do. They, you know, we, I've used mine to where the, the cutting part of the blade and, and, and the anvil, basically, not the anvil, but the, the, the arc that it goes and touches, that blade will no longer touch that because you've sharpened it enough. And that means it's time you got to go in there and, and it's easy enough to do. You just, you can, you can remove those blades. It's pretty user friendly. It's just finding a place that has those blades so you can do it. So that's the key, but, that, but, but spending the money, it's always better. I think to have a good quality pair unless you're like, but I do sometimes is I lose my hand tools and find them sometime later and they're rusty. Now you said a dirty word, uh, recently and that was anvil and when it comes to pruners i i would imagine for hand pruners you'd want bypass pruners not anvil pruners yeah i i think we talked about that before bypass i bypass are really more of slicing the product and anvils are usually used on like your harder woods or hard stems there's like a, almost like it acts like a log splitter it actually goes in and splits it so it's meant for harder type woods is what i found out and I think you've said that you had some other ideas about that as well, about anvil. Anvil pruners, as far as I know, are good for cut flowers or completely dead wood. And that's about it. That's exactly it. And I have people who bring them in. Oh, we won't sharpen those. That's one of the things we won't sharpen is anvil. It's just too hard to get that edge to be correct to the way it was. It's just it's like, well, it's like sharpening a, a log splitter, basically. So basically, when shopping for hand pruners, look for bypass pruners, not anvil pruners. Yeah, absolutely. And same with loppers, because it's the same type of a head. You want to get that. And you can get anvil-type loppers, but you know, it's the same idea. You're just trying to get through dry wood. There you go. Brad Gay, thanks so much. Thank you. We got into the nitty-gritty of taking care of your garden tools with our favorite retired college horticultural professor, Debbie Flower, in episode 165. And that includes storing of tools, especially your metal garden implements. Did you know they shouldn't be resting on the floor? Debbie explains. And tools are made of metal in general. The good tools are. And metal can rust. So you don't want that to happen. Right. When, when you have mud encased on your uh, metal parts of your shovel, for example, that can lead to rust. Yes, it can. And any contact with other things like the floor can allow moisture to be trapped. A concrete floor, moisture moves up through a concrete floor if it's a pad on the ground. 
and that can cause the tips of a, of a shovel to rust. Well, that brings up a very good point then that as far as storing your tools, even if you're storing tools indoors, then what do you do? Hang them? Hang them. Yeah. Hang them high, Harry. All right. Or you can make a, a I've seen patterns and for making tool storage devices that the tool sits on the ground, but it's the handle that touches the ground, not the, the metal blade. Is that a good thing? Yes, it's better than the other way around. Okay. 